So I saw a post in a Facebook group. I'm going to read it to you. I'm wondering where my life would be if I wasn't afraid of change. I know if you want your life to be different, you need to be different. But I'm afraid of failure, so I don't change. If I could talk to this woman, I would want her to know that she is not alone in her desire for something different. Also, that her fear of change doesn't mean there's anything wrong with her. And that it's actually good news. And that fear of change and failure doesn't mean she can't move forward with change. And really, the fact that she's aware of those things is huge and helpful. Welcome to Not Your Mama's Midlife Podcast with Stephanie Lake. On this show, we're going to talk about what it means to be a late Gen X or early millennial woman dipping her toes into midlife. I'm talking specifically to the woman who sees this life stage as an opportunity, both to reflect on her life to date and to move forward with intentionality and purposefulness, whatever that might mean to her. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Not Your Mama's Midlife Podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm a certified life coach with the Life Coach School, and I was born at just the right time to be on the tail end of Gen X and the very cusp of millennials. But for years, I have said that I identified with Gen X, but over the last few years, I have found myself listening to the stereotypes about millennials and thinking that I, I actually wondered if they weren't onto something. I was identifying with a whole lot more. They were talking more about vacation and time off and time really away than they were about their salaries. They're talking and, and really attempting to implement things regarding work-life balance. They have rather non-traditional expectations for what their life will look like, not quite so boxed in. I think they're on to something, as I said. But that change of perspective is something that I recognize as part of my own midlife renaissance. But so is this podcast. I'm going to tell you, doing this right now is petrifying. I'm creating a new podcast in full view of everybody. And to be clear, I am the type of person who does not care to think out loud in a meeting. I'll make a contribution when my thoughts are fully formed. We all know and have colleagues who can pontificate about what they're working through, and that is not me. I speak up when I have a conclusion. So by podcasting in public, I know as a beginner, as an amateur, I'm going to embarrass myself in front of anyone who's listening or watching, as the case may be. I'm going to experience gaffes, delays in publishing, editing, quality issues, no telling, really, what, what this will bring. So there is no room for my old friend, perfectionism, because we are way, way out of my wheelhouse. So there is actually some freedom in that, because I know I can't control all the variables. And certainly with some other things, 
I'm under the illusion that I can control many of them. So I identify with that Facebook post that I read to you at the top of the show. And I understand the impulse that she has to stay safe and not change. So this episode, this podcast, it's for me as well as for her. So let's revisit the post. I'm going to read it to you again. I'm wondering where my life would be if I wasn't afraid of change. I know that if you want your life to be different, you need to be different. But I'm afraid of failure, so I don't change. How much do you identify with this? For me, I could have written it six years ago. But also, I could have written it yesterday. This journey for me has been going on, I think, for about six years. But it's still very close to the surface and by no means over. And I don't think that's just me. I think from my conversations with my friends, it's likely you too. Many of us have this feeling that we want something different. It's like a low, simmering kind of discontent. But we're afraid to really do anything different. And we think, we interpret that fear as meaning that we can't. If we were ready for change, we wouldn't feel afraid. And so there's this internal chatter and this conversation with ourselves about, I shouldn't want something different. I should be content. What is wrong with me that I think I need something different? Or what is wrong with me that I'm afraid of change? I don't know how to let go of the fear so I can make the changes I want to. Either way, we're judging ourselves. What I hope to get you thinking about as you listen to this podcast today is the following. You are not alone in your desire for something different. Your fear of change doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. Fear of change and fear of failure don't mean that you can't have something different. They don't actually have to go away for you to make change. So the first thing I'd want to tell this woman, as I said, is it's okay to want something different. You're not alone. And it doesn't actually mean that you're saying that there's something wrong with your life as it is today. It's okay to want to grow and change. We often hear encouragement to be content where we are, to be content with this season of life. And there is wisdom and there is truth in that. But there is also wisdom and truth in wanting to grow and change. We have to discern what season we're in and whether or not it's a season for change or it's a season where we need to cultivate contentment. But I think we have come to associate want or desire with discomfort and therefore something bad. If we can't have the thing we want right now, it's frustrating, upsetting, uncomfortable. So we should actually just not want it. It's more comfortable to just not want anything different. I'm going to actually suggest that it feels good just to want. The desire for more or different in our lives can feel good. The journey can feel good. It can but it depends on how we're thinking about what we want 
and what it is that we want and what we think of the fact that we want something different. In many cases, we knew this as kids and teenagers when we thought about what we wanted to be when we grew up. I would suggest that who do you want to be is a question we should keep asking and that we can enjoy the journey instead of labeling it as discontent or as something bad. To that point, it doesn't actually mean that something has gone wrong in your life to want something new or different for yourself now. I'm podcasting for the first time, which is completely making my introverted self uncomfortable. But I don't have to think that there's something wrong with my introverted self in order to want to cultivate this other side of me. And notice that the change I'm talking about, podcasting, becoming a life coach even, these are not huge changes. For me, I'm talking about playing in the deep end of public disclosure. Some of us, some of you listening, may want to make big changes. You may want to move. You may want to change careers. You may want to change your lifestyle, live off the grid, become financially independent, become a minimalist. You may want to take up a hobby that's something you never would have considered before. Some of us also just want to learn if we have an extroverted side. We get to play in that a little bit. All of those things, all of those changes are okay. And they don't mean there is anything wrong with how we have lived before. The next thing that I would say to our Facebooker is that your fear of change doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. And actually, it means your brain is working exactly as designed. So. I'm hearing, I'm perhaps interpreting a little bit of judgment from our Facebooker of herself in her post. She's judging her fear as wrong because it's holding her back. When we feel fear, though, this is an emotion that our brains cultivated and developed generations ago in response to truly dangerous situations like being chased by a predator. True, time-bound, life-threatening emergencies. So when we're in fear, over a particularly vulnerable Facebook post or deciding that we're going to launch a podcast in front of everybody. The fear in our bodies is the same as if we were running from a grizzly bear. Add to that fear of change. Again, when life was more primitive, we had to be fearful of being outside the group, of doing something different and being ostracized because this also was life-threatening. We needed others to survive and hunt and gather with us. So we are still very fearful and carry around that fear of going against the grain. So when you think of changing and your brain starts sputtering, freaking out, and offering you all sorts of reasons why this is a terrible idea and you will certainly die, this is why. This is why. To oversimplify for the sake of clarity, This part of your brain hasn't matured enough to realize that fear of change, fear of being different from who you've been before, is not the same as fear of being chased by a grizzly bear or another animal that wants to make you a snack. So the third thing I'd want to tell our Facebooker, fear of change, fear of failure, doesn't mean you can't have something different. So as I said before, 
she doesn't have to get rid of this fear in order to make change if that's what she wants to do. The good news is there's a part of our brains that we've been talking about that I'm going to call our Will Mufflin Stone selves that is freaking out over the prospect of what is what amounts to social danger. Nothing truly life-threatening. And I say this recognizing that I don't know our Facebooker and she may want to, her big change may be cliff jumping or something that is actually life-threatening. I don't know. However, assuming she just wants to make a normal sort of normal scope life change, it's not life-threatening. You also have a prefrontal cortex in your brain that can talk back to Wilma, to this more primitive part of our brain that's fearful. She can calmly and gently reassure Wilma that, in fact, you're totally safe. Even if people are upset with you when you show up differently, you're totally safe. And you can decide to make whatever changes you want to make, even when you're afraid. Our Facebooker, she doesn't have to make any changes. It is totally her choice. But she does have the choice and doesn't need to feel that she has to banish the fear in order to have a choice. Fear isn't driving the car. We're not going to let Wilma drive. She probably shouldn't. And because our Facebooker is vague booking about her desire to make change and her fears, we know she's letting her fear drive. So does she. And that's huge. It allows her actually to take a little bit of an outside look at herself, get a little distance from that fear, and make a conscious choice about whether or not she wants to listen to it. So in response to her post, it is all good news. And I'm excited for her because this reads to me like the first step in change, the first step on her journey, if that's what she wants it to be. It is so good, my friends. So I'm excited for her. I wish the very best for her. I'm going to recap briefly, and I'm going to assume that you, like me, saw a bit of yourself in our Facebooker. You're not alone in your desire for something different. Your fear of change doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. Fear of change, fear of failure, don't have to hold you back. So actually, I have something for you, my friend. If you will go to stephanieleecoaching.com forward slash episode one, one word, you'll find not only the show notes for this episode, but a worksheet that I developed with some questions that you can use to apply what we talked about, if you like it, to your own life. Just a few questions, very brief. Use it as a worksheet, use it as journal prompts, whatever works for you. And again, that is stephanieleecoaching.com forward slash episode one. So done. That is our first episode of Not Your Mama's Midlife Podcast. I do hope you'll plan to join me back here on your favorite podcast player for our next episode. We are also airing this over on YouTube in case you like video with your audio. But wherever you do listen, please do like and subscribe. It really helps the show. Also, tell your friends. And if you'd like to share the episode on that show notes page I mentioned to you above, I'm providing you with some images to Facebook and Instagram, if that's at all helpful. But I'm going to tell you I had to laugh. So because I'm launching a podcast, my Facebook feed is now filled with podcasty things and coaches and all manner of software and things related to podcasting. 
And one of the videos or posts that came up was saying that people who have listeners, podcasters who have listeners, don't ask people to share their podcast. And I had to laugh because at this point, I have no listeners. If you are listening today, you are likely to be a family member or a friend, certainly if you were listening in real time. And so I will shamelessly ask you to share. In future episodes, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me and about my story and also what I have planned for the podcast. But today, I really did want to get out of the gate with something that was actionable for you. That's all. It has been great fun, and I can't wait to chat with you again. Bye.